Welcome back to Erling Holland's world, and we're all just living in it. This is Chicken Fried Football. Let's fry. Let's that was fry, amazing. baby. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> we are all witnesses to uh, the Nordic King um, scoring eight goals in four days. Dear, he is just some he, uh, wonder, right? Yeah. The best goal scorer in the world right now. Yeah, just he's had a ridiculous clip. I mean, last week he punches away five in the Champions League, and then follows it up on Saturday with another hat trick. And yes, it was against Burnley in the FA Cup, but Burnley is literally top of the table by somewhere in the teens of the championship. I mean, yeah, and, and did you hear they like, gonna be they gonna be there next year in the Prem? Oh, they will be. But did you see what Company had to say after the match? He said that I did not. Yes, that they are first in the championship, but that does not make them first in English football. He said that they are 21st in English football and they have a lot of work to do. So, he's just motivating these guys. Well, I think they have the best manager to to do it, but I also think that Burnley going to splash that cash this summer to get some new guys. I hope you're right. And I hope you're right. I think they could stay up easily. So, I mean, you know, but it's Holland's world. It's not our world. It is. It's Holland's world. Also, from the weekend, good old Bayern Munich lost. And um, guess who's sitting top of the table in the Bundesliga? Ooh, I am excited. The black and yellow are. Good old Borussia Dortmund. So, that game was Sunday. And uh, it had the late slot, the uh, Leverkusen Bayern Munich game, and so I had watched some of it, and then I was like, "Oh well, I need to go run." I didn't get up early, so I was like, "Well, I probably need to go run," um, and I'll take the dog. And Clark was going to sleep, and so Meredith was like doing some stuff around the house, but I was uh, I took the dog and. I have the game on, on my phone. I'm listening to it like yes. the, the video is playing. And it's in my like running belt that has the dog uh, leash on it and stuff. And I'm literally running just like through the neighborhood that's next to ours. And I'm like, I'm doing fine. It's just like normal, easy, easy pace run. But literally i'm like tensing up tensing up tensing up it's like last five minutes i'm not actually watching the game i'm just listening to the audio and so it's playing out it's playing out it's playing out and i hear the final whistle and i'm literally in the middle of the street running jumping up and down like a little kid like (laughs) i was so happy i was like oh my gosh Match day 26, and we're top the table by one point, but we're top the table. 
yes. I um I was I believe at home and uh I was definitely jumping around the um living room for sure. Cause holy cow, what a day. Man it has been it was too long since we've been top of the table this late in the season. It was just so crazy. I think it's been since uh, 1920. Whoa. So it's been a long time. Or maybe 1819. But it's been a long time since we've been top of the table this late in the season. And we have two of the biggest weeks of the season. Literally coming up right after the international break. Yeah. Their classicer, April 1st. And Leipzig. Yep. RBL. April 8th. Whew. And so season could come down to two weeks there. Um, but kind of an incredible feeling. I mean, after Dortmund really did the business on Saturday and oh, yeah. took care of took it. out the machine guns and just said, Yep. Dude. This is our win for sure. Six one, like we just yeah. And Rafa Guerrero in the yeah, midfield. Six, one. Um, I'm sorry, but everybody who hasn't seen Rafa Guerrero in the midfield, holy cow, you need to get watching. That dude is he is nice with it in the midfield. The, um, I was actually talking to uh, a guy on Instagram from the Chicken Fried account. And he was, he he calls himself Calcio Talk, so he just talks about like Italian football, okay, like, the whole time, yeah, yeah. Um, which is awesome. Um, and he was talking about wing backs, and he was like, "These are like the best wing backs for like this team." It was like either Juve or like Napoli or something like that that they could get in the window. Yeah, yeah, and. I one of them was Guerrero, and I was like, Guerrero ain't gonna be a wing back, not a too wing much back anymore. I was like, I was like, that man is definitely gonna be a honestly be a midfielder, and he was like, seriously, and I was like, absolutely, absolutely, he's hundred percent. He, um, I, I mean, I know he's not exactly like, you know, Trent, uh, Alexander Arnold, but at the same time. I feel like Trent Alexander-Arnold is going to gravitate to midfield at some point in his career. So I feel like Guerrero has kind of already done that now, right? Um, and he is... Whew, I'm, I'm super excited that uh, we've got a team right now. And the team is ready to challenge. Um I doubted Sebastian Allaire pretty much all summer. Uh, I still have a little bit of doubts, but the guy is great holding the ball up and distributing and getting everyone involved, and that is great. And that is exactly what we need after we let Erling Holland leave for, what, $40 million? Ugh, terrible. But... I'm super excited for this team right now. We have done really well. Yeah, so he had him as wingback going to uh, Juventus. It was like Ew. things that Juventus, well, 
he was like things that Juventus could improve on one being wing back. And he listed five guys and it was like, uh, Cambiasso and he's already at Juventus, but I think he's on loan. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Frempong from Leverkusen. Ooh. Which he's huh. having a really good year. Yeah, he is. Honestly. That'd be a good pickup for them, I think. Yeah. <coughs> I could see him actually being moved to midfield Wilfred also. Singo. Wilfred Singo from Torino. He's got two goals, one assist. And then it says Rafael Guerrero Dortmund. And I was like, Dort, I was like, he about to be a midfielder. And they were, he said, really? And I was like, yeah. He'd been playing midfield the last few games and been balling out. Rose moved him off the back line. It's like a whole new man is playing. playing, And he uh, liked the message. But I really think that Guerrero moving up uh, is great because I don't know if he still has the speed to track back like a wing back, but he plays – attacking football like very regularly yes and um moving him into the midfield just kind of works just makes sense and so um that was really cool just to see him just kind of balling out i mean he's got like two goals a couple assists since he moved to the midfield and it's like wow where has this man been for the last five years Sitting back there at wing back, getting uh, sitting back just, there at wing back, yeah, hanging out. Really, I mean, what else does he do? He flies up and down that wing, but he was able to launch in crosses and <clears throat> also, um, you know, just he was really good at taking shots from distance. <laughs> <laughs> that that left cannon. Yeah, he was the best uh, shooting left back in the world. Yeah. Like it was, it was amazing. Um, but very, very excited just for what's going on at Dortmund and what uh, the future holds. We have what eleven match days left. Um, there's 18 teams. 10? So we have 34 games. We have nine left. Nine left when we come back from the break. Nine left. Nine left. So we got nine to go, and it could it could happen. Um, so this could be the not year, saying yeah. anything one way or another, but, you know, it feels pretty cool just to be in the place. Um, yes, exactly. That we're in this late in the season. Random, but update on uh, our friends at Memorial High School here in Tulsa. Oh, yes. Uh, They got a big dub last night. Um, They won 2-0. So uh, Connor Crow got a clean sheet last night against Kesha Hall. 2-0. What, what, boys? Dylan and Alex picked up the goals for them. So, Heck yes. uh, Pretty awesome. Um, Vamos Chargers, they have a tournament this weekend in Sepulpa and should be a pretty good time uh, playing 
playing out there. They have at least three games. Okay, that All they're right. playing. So uh, should be a should be a good one. Nice for them this weekend. Nice. Well, so what we can also yeah. talk about our indoor team. Well, our indoor team took the L this past week, and uh, I had to play goalie because our other goalie was hey not there. You played really well. They peppered you with a lot of shots. You had a lot of saves. But probably yeah. I probably had nine saves. Yeah, we, or more. We just, I, I would have definitely picked up a couple fantasy points on the exactly. on the FPL. Uh huh. Exactly. I somehow I I honestly don't know how I scored, but I did. Matt picks up a second goal, dude, of the season. Just rolling through guys, literally. Yeah. I, I yeah. Rolling through them. I just remember going for a ball and the goalkeeper went for the ball also. I believe he stepped on my toe because it yeah, it's still bruised. Uh but the ball went in the back of the net, so you know, everything for the rec league. Let's go. Vamos. <laughs> Sac- sacrifice your body for the boys. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to miss this weekend though <laughs> for my bruised toe. <laughs> Matt's check engine light is is on. Um, so, oh well, I'll be missing missing the game this weekend, being a complete puss. Oh well, I mean, you know, it's I mean, it's rec league. It's rec league. <laughs> You can't uh you can't give everything every single week, I guess. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. I guess that's not how this works. <laughs> but Matt, I think he's Matt's leading scorer on our team with uh two goals. We have uh, maybe I think we have a grand total of Oh wait, nine! They put out goals? the table today. I took a photo of it. Let me see. We're not doing too good. We're, we're one and three. We are and fourth we are from not the bottom. Last, but we are fourth from the bottom. We have nine goals scored and seventeen goals against. So we have a negative. And eight here's goal the deal: we need to we need to discuss the seventeen goals against. Yeah, eight agreed. of them were in one game. Agreed. Like it was the first game, and we had one sub. Yeah, eight eight goals in one they, game. We played Mamba FC, and they are in first, and they have thirty six goals for and seven goals against. So every single team they played, they put up goals against. That's every crazy. team single team they play, they score five or six. Yeah, so at least. Dang, like, goal difference is twenty nine. Yes, bro. we've given up seventeen goals, but eight of them were literally to them. Yeah. And those so other three games were literally even. Yeah, we've kept it pretty respectable for the for the whole rest of the time. Uh, it's just this uh, Mamba FC team, dude. They're is, good. <laughs> they they D one. Let's just say that they D one uh, or former D one players, and they're. Uh, they're real good. I mean, it looks like they do not suck. Uh, Zolos or however you say that um, also is really good because they haven't lost the game yet either. Yeah, we'll we'll see what's going on, but mm-hmm. yeah, indoor indoor is going good and we're having fun and it's a I mean it's a good time for sure and so um, heck yeah it is yeah 
And the guys we, we play we, with are really cool too. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Super cool and fun to get out there and knock around with your boys and you know get some get some game action in and yeah, I mean it's it's a good time for exactly. Sure. Well, uh, do you want to move to the old uh, USA? Oh, we'll move to the international ball. I just have a quick word to say about international breaks. Um, they're terrible. I can't stand that. I cannot turn on my TV at, I don't know, noon or whatever it is every single day and just watch a random match from, I don't know, Liga Emi Smart Bank or, you know, some random league across the world. I have three days where it's just been boring. I really, really want my football back. And, you know, by the time you're listening to this tomorrow, your football will be back. So you won't even have to be upset like I am any longer. You'll have all of the um, European qualifiers. And uh, what else is going on tomorrow? Do we have CONACAF Nations League tomorrow also? Is that starting or is that only Friday? I, I've there's there's so much going on and and we're gonna have a great time. In terms of need in to terms of international football, there's there's plenty going on. It just takes a little bit because a lot of these dudes literally play first team football for big clubs and they don't get released and half the team literally didn't get to Orlando till like exactly two days ago. And so they gotta play for their club first and you know i understand that and but it is kind of boring because we're so spoiled right now with just games being on all the time which is every it's honestly the best hour of the day is what it feels like it's amazing it's honestly the best it's so great but it's also one of those things where you're like three days like what the heck are we doing here yeah, you've got me so programmed now that three days, is, it just yeah, feels like, like a it, year. We are programmed. <laughs> three days feels really long. Um, and so it's just, yeah, we're we're waiting on, on the USA. But I guess we can preview the USA games uh, coming up. Yes. Uh, again... Quick rundown of the roster. Matt Turner, Ethan Horvath, Zach Steffen as the keepers. Defenders, Des Galley, McKenzie, Robinson, Ream, Miles Robinson, so Jedi Robinson and Miles Robinson, Austin Trussy, Brian Reynolds. Midfielders, Weston McKinney, Eunice Musa, Johnny Cardoza, Alan Sonora, Brendan Aronson and Luca De La Torre. Forwards, Daryl Dike, Ricardo Pepe, Gio Reyna, Christian Pulisic, Tim Weah, Alexander Haas, and Taylor Booth. Um, the names that I think are left off here are Chris Richards, Cameron Carter-Vickers, and, you know, I don't really think anybody else was really left off. No. Um... I mean, I guess you Obviously could make the a injured play for, Adams um, is yeah. Adams is injured. It's tough, but I mean, he's injured, so he's not getting called up. Like that's just what it is. Yeah, 
you could um you could make a play for um who is it <clears throat> uh Jesus Ferreira possibly but at the same time there's only one MLS player that was called into this camp and it was Miles Robinson so um yeah I mean I think well, I didn't yeah. even realize that it was literally one MLS player till I relooked at it. Yeah, that is yeah, ma- quite I mean, crazy. Maybe Malik Tillman. I mean, that dude's been on fire this season. But at the yeah, same he been time, balling. He been balling. It, it's yeah, I'm good with the roster. Honestly, really good. With yeah, the roster. I mean, I think outside of Cameron Carter Vickers, who has been like the best defender in Scotland, and so I don't really know how that happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, true. I mean, he's literally been like the best defender in the league, and I don't know how you don't put a best like, defender in the league in your squad. Yeah, like Brian Reynolds. And Who, who's this guy? Like, really? Um, why does he get sure. to come in above CCV? Yeah, that, that, that's a good question, Thad. Right, and so that's my really only glaring omission is ccb not getting the call because you know he's just been great for for celtic i think he's probably going to get a bigger move and um soon i would is he i don't see him playing still on scotland too long at from spurs i think or was that a permanent move permanent last summer but I could be wrong. Let me see. Research team is on it. Cameron Carter Vickers is a center back for Celtic. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. It is yeah, it was made permanent in 22, so last year. So yeah, he was over there for 21 through 22 and then they just signed him on like indefinitely cuz he wasn't Tottenham. Yep. And then he went out for loans. Went everywhere on 17. Loan. Everywhere. He's on been loan. literally all over all over England. Yep, exactly. Played at Sheffield United, Ipswich Town, Swansea, Stoke City, Luton Town. Bournemouth Celtic and then he went permanent loan to, or permanent move to Celtic um, and he's been great for him honestly super great they won a Scottish League Cup I believe I mean they're going to win the league this year Rangers is nowhere near them at the moment and it is uh, just he's been great you know and so um that's that's pretty nice just to see that. But yeah, that's the only glaring one where I'm like, what? So they did they did win Scottish League Cup, which say what you need to say, but it's a trophy. Jeez, at the moment, dude, Celtic is twenty nine games played, twenty seven wins, one draw, one loss, twenty one against ninety three four seventy two goal difference. 82 points. That's 90 outrageous. Something four? 
93 goals for and 91 oh against. My gosh. The goal difference is 72. Celtic is on a run this year in Scotland. Dang. Like, they have to, Rangers they have to is, hit. Rangers is only at 73 points. They're, they're going to win the league. Yeah, wow. that, 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 that's over. Um, we have a saying on this podcast that if you're 10 points up at any time during the league, you, you won the league pretty much. So um, obviously it's not over till it's over, but like, yeah, they're not, they they're nine points up they right could, now. Yeah. They're they close. could clinch in like the next like couple weeks and it wouldn't be surprising, but you know, I got my, I got my uh, Celtic kit uh, in the closet and uh, it's dope. Like kind of an iconic kit, you know, it is. I like it. They man, Celtic has assembled a squad for this year. Like they let Rangers win the title, right? But now, holy cow, they are really good. Like, well, that's what happens. Really, you can really literally good. get whoever you want in Scotland, and they've got a, no one bats an eye. Yeah, I mean, that's true. They've got. Some guy from Japan, uh, Furuhashi. Here's the deal. That Japan to Celtic line that started with, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, started with Honda. Ooh, I don't know. I've no idea. Maybe. But they've been sending dudes over to Japan for ye- or sending dudes over to Scotland for years now. Yeah, I mean that this guy's really good. He's 28. He has 24 appearances and 20 goals for um and two assists. So he's literally got 22 goal contributions and 24 appearances. He's 28 years old. I mean, that's pretty good, but like let's be real about him. He's never going to like the prim. I don't know. He's just not. I mean, he's 28, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's like he's, he's 28. So he's like reached the highest point of his career, probably. Let me see. Furuhashi. Let's see. He is. Okay. Let's. You're probably right. Where has he played at before, though? Oh, I he played at Kobe up until you. Celtic in 2021. So, yeah. I mean, he's probably going to stay at Celtic and then go back to Japan or something. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, but the guy good person is ask would be amazing. Uh, would be Jack from Dead Ball or Jake from Dead Ball. They're both pretty pretty big into the uh, Asian Asian teams and keep us on the on the know about those those guys there we um, go so we are working on getting one of them boys on the pod next week i'm trying to get schedules yes. matched up i uh, really want to talk but, about liga mx but uh got we got contract negotiations that we're undertaking negotiations yes we have negotiations which pretty much means we DM and um, so, uh, but other than that, um, let's talk uh, USA Granada. I guess uh, 
the USA plays Granada on Friday. Correct. Friday, yes, on TNT, which is interesting. Kind of want to talk about. I didn't know that TNT had the rights to U.S. Men's National Team games now. It's interesting to me. I thought they were on like HBO. Like, I'm, bro, I'm really confused TNT. as to where they actually. Right as to where they actually are. I have like I, no I, don't, I really idea. don't know, like, because I felt like for a time they were like they had a contract and that was great and like whatever, but then it was like we're on random networks and we're doing random stuff and oh here it is I just found it uh Turner or sorry U.S. Soccer. Broadcast rights head to Turner, an eight-year deal worth up to two hundred sixteen. Oh, well, Turner billion. owns like yeah, they Turner own everything. Owns like seven or eight channels. So you're so like literally that's not even be like, like weird. Yeah, I, I mean you're they could be, potentially be playing on like CBS. That's true. They own uh, so, TBS, TNT, BR, uh, CNN, Cart. Ooh. Catch some games on Cartoon Network. What? What? HBO Max. Yeah, I'm out on that one. Uh, and then Turner Sports. That's hilarious. Okay, so yeah, they own a lot of things. Um, but that game is in Granada. I don't know if we've ever lost to Granada. Who's Granada? Um, <laughs> like, uh, Granada is a small little island nation that would be pretty sick to be going down to the game. I'll be completely honest. Oh, 100% I want to go there. Yeah, let's do it. I could definitely use a an away day at the uh, the old Granada we, sipping Mai Tais after the game. I don't know if... Oh, we've only... Well, this is just Google. Google says we've only faced them once. It's 5-0, but this might only be in Nations League. So we have played them at least four times. Oh, yeah. Um, So the last four times head-to-head record, we won 5-0 June 2022. And then we played them in 2009. So we haven't played them in a long time before that June date. Gold Cup, uh, we played them in one four zero, and then in FIFA World Cup qualifying in 04, we played them twice, one three two and three zero. Yep, those are the only four so times that we've, we've played them. I think we've only played them four times, yep. and we've dubbed up and only mm-hmm. given up two goals. Granada is not good, nor are they a footballing nation, really. Pretty small little island nation. Yeah, um, I have no idea what they're known for. What's that's they're literally known for tourism. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like our cousin went on his honeymoon there. Actually, they're dubbed the Spice Isle. Interesting. Well, let's go get some spices. They have nutmeg plantations. Let's go. That sounds well, amazing. I mean, I don't know how that helps them play football better, but. Sounds pretty fun. I mean, it sounds like we could probably have some good food while we're down there and yeah, watch and, America and just hand them tons of L's. 
<laughs> so yeah um who who do you kind of want to see in this game uh against granada kind of i guess one of the minnows of of Concacaf here oh um you know i'd love to see our midfielders get a little chance here i really want to see alan sonora on the field again but I also want to see who drops in that third slot um, with Weston. In the and pivot or into the like into the defensive midfield? Yes, where Adams was, you know, obviously has cemented himself. Where, where that dog, yes. that dog lives. I really want to see that. Um, other than that... I don't know. I, I hope Daryl DK does something or somebody does something, but I hope Daryl DK starts, bro. Yeah. Our boy from uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. Yeah. Which the pride, the pride of Edmond. <laughs> if you know anything about Oklahoma, uh, that is about hour and a half away from uh, where we are recording right now. So yes. the pride of uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. I think he won two or three state championships in high school. Crazy stat about Daryl DK. He had 70 goals in high school. Soccer. Wow. Oh, dear. And for those of you who didn't play high school soccer in the state of Oklahoma, the high school soccer season is about a grand total if you make the finals. If you make the state finals, about 15 to 16 games. Wow. This man literally had 70 goals in his high school career. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) An absolute menace on the field. Probably just throwing guys off of him. (laughs) Right? I mean, he is so big, so strong. Dear. Yeah, uh, isn't so, he the strongest guy on FIFA now? Yes, he is the strongest yeah. guy on FIFA. The Our dude board, Daryl DK. The pride of Edmund, Oklahoma. <laughs> so he's the strongest guy in world football. Um, <laughs> yeah. My man wow. is is the professional version of me in the indoor league. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just throw dudes off me. And... Uh, I definitely, like, two weeks ago, like, launched a kid. No call. (laughs) And he got up so mad. And I was like, man up. Dude, honestly, there's a lot of people in that league who just want to go down. But I understand. So, Daryl DK, uh, yeah, so he had 70 goals. And he captained the side from sophomore year on. Jeez. <laughs> so he went to Ebbing North High School. Uh, and yeah, 70 goals is a state record. Uh, helped his win- team win the state championship. Uh, he was named Gatorade Player of the Year for Oklahoma. And he played on the uh, Oklahoma City Energy under-23 team between high school and college soccer. Speaking of Oklahoma Energy. Making four appearances and scoring three goals. 
Just a real quick Oklahoma energy. Uh, when are you guys going to get your team back? I read 2026. So we're going to have the rent until then. You guys can come and try and take it. But back to Daryl DK. <laughs> so for those who don't know, um, we have a USL side here in Tulsa called uh, FC Tulsa. And we had a great rivalry with Oklahoma City, which Oklahoma City is like an hour and a half away, like two hours at most. And they played for a trophy called the Wrench. Um, and it was literally a big wrench because we're an oil state. Yes. And um, the Oklahoma City Energy have not played like organized matches for a couple years now because their field didn't meet the specifications set forth by USL. USL. Correct. And so they're, yeah. they keep saying every year, like, we're going to play, we're going to be put out of competitive team, but not this year. And I'm like, so all the momentum you had, because they had like a pretty good fan base. It wasn't like a bad fan base. It was like they had people showing up at their Not games at and like being loud. And like they always came to Tulsa and they were always loud. And exactly. Kind of it was good for and our, Yeah, it was good for the state. And now it's like we we might come back in 2026 when we get our stadium built. And I'm yeah, like, there's literally a multi-purpose stadium being built by 2026. Like what? It 2026? Makes, honestly, it makes no sense that there's no stadium within the OKC metro area that meets the specifications for like, USL. My man, like, Are you kidding get me? Get a field. There's a memorial stadium right down the road. I mean, I know it, you're literally playing in Norman, but there's a field right there. They've get, it's got to be mean, 110 yards by 70 yards. Let's Is talk about uh, why don't we uh, just get a field, bro? It's know. Oklahoma City. Like, there's plenty of like fields. There's plenty of there's plenty of space in the middle of nowhere. North, right? Yeah. So whatever. we we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna be done talking about that one for a little bit but uh yeah i hope daryl dk starts against granada i hope we loki i hope we kind of start our b lineup against them yes B uh, lineup for just sure. to see kind of what we have and you know what might might be there for us i agree i agree and then so i mean if salvador on monday like it's kind of gonna be Almost the same El Salvador's thing. A, El Salvador's a bigger game because of what went down today. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And if you didn't know, and if you've been under a rock, or you're not on United States Men's National Team Twitter. Or you just is your first time listening to a podcast about football ever. Which, if you if this is, welcome. Welcome to our podcast. It's exactly. Welcome. Fun, fun place, and the beautiful game is for everyone here. Uh, and if you didn't know, Fallerin Balogun 
the Arsenal loney to Reims this year, who has scored 17 goals. Has one is assist. in Orlando. Is in Orlando, and the team is in Orlando. And he withdrew with an injury from England U21 team camp and literally flew to Orlando. And how we kind of found this out, he posted a picture on Instagram. It's like him in a car. And there was like a sign behind it. And literally... U.S. Men's National Team Twitter sleuths. Oh, we yeah. have straight Sherlock Holmes on United States Men's National Team Twitter, like searching pictures of where he might be, where he might be, where he might be, and he's literally in Orlando, and that's where the team is at right now. At some puppy pub. It's what it is. That place. I looked at the video or looked. Yeah, at the, it's called the photo. Pups Pub. There you go. There you go. Pups Pub, and he's just kind of outside, and it set off a I don't even know what to call it a mental meltdown. On men's national team Twitter, oh my gosh, he might be committing to the United States. He's in America right now. What the heck? All this stuff. Well, this guy named Tactical Manager on Twitter, um, he has a pretty big following of people. Has about 35,000 followers um, out there out there in the Twitter sphere and he confirmed that he is in Orlando with his agent. He has not committed to the United States Men's National Team and won't play this camp, but he is meeting with United States soccer officials and is expected to attend the match on Monday against El Salvador. Woo! Yes! Let's go. This is big news. What? Massive Huge news. Because <laughs> he did get left out of the England squad for their Europa League campaign. Or their Europa. Not Europa. Euro, Euro qualifying or European Championship qualifying. There you go. Yeah. Euro qualifiers and he had posted on his Instagram story a couple days ago, like, go where you're wanted. And stuff like that. Wow. And I'm, uh, yeah, our group text went pretty bananas for for a while there. It did. And um, what did I read? Matt Turner was also saying that he had talked to him. um, In preseason, because he did preseason with Arsenal. Yeah. And then he moved to rims on... The lone, um, and obviously the boy Matty T over there at Arsenal. He went through preseason there. Um, so he got to talk to him and he said he would be uh, a great 
addition to the team. And he said uh, that he he's done really well in, in France and um, the decision has to come from the heart because it's not necessarily an easy task to come in and play in these CONCACAF games and it's kind of a tough region at times. I agree. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I agree. It's not, here's the deal. It's not the easiest region because the travel is kind of hectic. You're not always going to first world countries. When you're going places, this is not Europe where every, every that country is first world. This yeah, is exactly. like you're going to Jamaica. The airport in Jamaica is not great. You're going to the Dominican, Granada. Like you're going to these places where the airport might literally only be good because of the tourism dollars. And so, I mean, yeah, it's like a whole different world for sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The fields are terrible. Yeah. The fields aren't always great. Sometimes you're playing at elevation. Sometimes it's humid. We do teams dirty and play them in zero degrees. Oh, and yeah. The beer's freezing in the stands. And, you know, they have to go to Dick's Sporting Goods before the game. Yeah, exactly. Pick Dick's. up some new gear. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we easily get a win. Um, it might be a little. Yeah, I think Granada. I think you run out the the starters, and then you get all five of your subs on. Let some people kind of spin their wheels, see what they can do. Um, I'd love to see Trusty get some minutes. I'd love to see Reynolds get some minutes. I'd love to see. I don't know Miles Robinson grab a couple minutes there, if possible. If not he's in the next game. You know, I'd love to see Cardoza, Senora, DK even maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'd just like to see us develop the depth. Yeah. Yeah, I think at that, that point. I think that this um this tournament should be used for that. Um, up until probably the you know the semifinal, um, yeah, because we're yeah we're definitely playing teams that are gonna give us a little bit of a fight, you know, just that Konakaf fight, but not really. Yeah, they come out and play with pride for right. sure. There, I mean, every team does. It's never one of those where it's like really easy games, but you know, no, not at I all. I think, I think. I'm going to go out and just say 3-0. That would be nice. 3-0 against them. That would be them. nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 2. I just... I don't know. There's, you know, these, these small nation countries have some type of hold on us sometimes. So, I mean, look at, you know... They definitely play some sort of way, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think Granada, too small. I just think they're too small. Like, yeah, El Salvador, Honduras, they come out. They definitely give us game. Um, but like Granada, no, 3-0. 3-0 for me. 
Um, and then let's go to uh, USA El Salvador. This is being played at Exploria Stadium. And that is in Orlando. Oh, okay. That is yep. Orlando City's stadium. We have played there a few times. Uh, great, great venue for us. Amazing. Play at. Amazing venue, yeah. Um, they did a really good job when they built that thing. So that is in Orlando. And I, I kind of hope we come out with a pretty strong lineup here. Oh, I agree. I, think I hope Reem plays. I hope Jedi plays. I hope Scally gets on the other side. I hope Scally's on the other side. I hope it's kind of. I just hope it's not Dest. <clears throat> Honestly, Dest is going to be think, moved into the midfield at some point. Too. I, somebody, yes, somebody's yes, going to move yes. him to the midfield. I need. He I need Dest to go to the midfield. He is um, that player. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, I think. I hope you get Scally there. I hope there's some some good uh, good guys. Musa, Weston, Christian. Yeah. Maybe Peppy. I'd take Peppy. Wait, is Weya injured? Did he get injured or no? Weya is yes. Great. Um, Weya came out of camp, and I think we replaced him with somebody. That's, yeah, that sounds about right. The research team is is uh, the research. Oh, Jordy Mahailovic. Wait, who's that? Uh, he played at Montreal last year, and he's playing at AZ this year. Ah, okay, all right. He he's a good little player for sure. Um, and yeah, I like I like him, uh, but. He's uh, made eight appearances for AZ, uh, joined them in January, um, has a goal and assist for the club, um, 368 minutes. Uh, but he is mostly a midfielder. So pretty creative attacking midfielder type type guy. So, you okay. know, All right. I, I want to see him. Too. Oh yeah, minutes, love, get some love to see him get for sure. Minutes. So yeah, I mean, I think I think we have really good shot to have a really good window. Honestly, um, have some guys get some meaningful minutes. Um, the El Salvador game is is the bigger of the game. It's the home game, but it's also against a better opponent as well. Oh yes. So yeah, definitely better opponent. Somebody, they're still so, going to bring in the. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to bring the heat coming. Yeah, I mean, you play Matt Turner, you play, play your boys, and uh, I think you go out there, you try to win both games, and I'm going to go two um, one USA over El Salvador. I'm going to go three one. I think being. Wow. Being in Orlando, I think we got this. All right. Well, I mean, I think so. Lock them in. I have a three-one and or a three-zero and a two-one, and you have a two-zero and three-one. Okay. I'm going so with we both. Have with, a score in five goals. Yeah. Well, five somebody somebody one. needs to get on that. Uh, yeah. 
Somebody's got to score. So yeah, hoping it's uh, it's our boy Daryl. Agreed. Daryl DK. Daryl, if you're listening, you are welcome on our podcast anytime. Yes, we love you. Even if it's like 4 a.m., we are big Daryl DK fans. Yeah, whatever time you need to get on, like seriously, yeah, we can, we'll we can hop do on, it. bro. We will hop on. Uh, we love you. We love you, Daryl. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's some Euro games this weekend, and should be a decent slate of games. Uh, Arsenal is eight points clear at the top of the table. Wow! Right now, um, City's played one less game than them. But that I Napoli is way up, way up. They're almost they're nineteen points up. Is it after twenty seven match days? Yeah, they're at seventy one, and Lazio's at fifty two. Wow, that's crazy. And Juventus still might qualify for Europe. Oh, they're definitely going to. I don't know if they're going to get Champions League, but they'll definitely be in uh, Europa League for sure. Well, they could be Conference League. They're in seventh right now, and they need six to be in Conference League and fifth to be in Europa League. Um, really? But they're only in seventh? I thought they were in like yeah, fifth they now. Were, uh, nope, they have 41 points. They're seventh behind Napoli, Lazio, Inter... Milan, Roma, Atalanta. Wow. Okay. Um, but if they wouldn't have had that deduction, they would only be at 56 points, and they would still be 15 points back of Napoli. Yeah. Napoli is just, yeah, they're going to do it. It's just, when will it happen, really, for them? Like, when? when? Oh, I think they. It's not. I think they clinch it. win now. Mid-April. Yeah. Because yeah. they own, they have 20 teams as well, so they play the big the big schedule. But, yeah, I think they... That's true. Mid-April. Three or four more weeks. That's true. Um, MLS does resume this weekend uh, with a whole... Actually, I think everybody plays on Saturday. Um, oh, great. From 3.30 p.m. all the way up until 9.30 p.m. I'm sure there's some free games, but you won't be able to watch Sporting KC because we're terrible. And, um, yeah. There you go. There's just some games this weekend. Catch catch some MLS. There's definitely some games, so catch some MLS. Catch some, some uh, Euro qualifiers. Catch some CONCACAF. Nations League, whatever we're calling it now, and um, there's some good ones out there, but uh, we're looking to try to get a guest on next week. We'll keep you updated, Um, and the best place to stay updated for uh, Chicken Fried is on our socials, Uh, Chicken Fried Football um, there, and uh, we'll link it in the show description as well you can go follow us on instagram follow us on uh, social media and uh, we will keep you updated with the latest chicken fried shenanigans um there and uh yeah be looking for 
look on the lookout for new episodes uh, and you know how you uh, stay looking out you subscribe subscribe and then they just pop up in your pot in your pod feed every week simple easy just subscribe leave a rating leave a review um, we'd love to reach more people and that helps us do that agreed so from Matt and from Thad see ya later later